Welcome to Season 2 of There Are Good Things Here, the podcast where you listen in as Katie Hubbard talks to God about life in the year that it got upended by her first cancer diagnosis. I hope you'll find grace in her honest, hard, and hopeful words. I'm your host, Norman Hubbard, and I just want you to hold on to Jesus like Katie did. It won't be easy or perfect, but it will be worth it. February 20th, Friday, 2009. Dear Lord, today is the day to see Dr. Faith. And by the way, that's not a religious reference. Dr. Faith was one of the surgeons that Katie was consulting with when she was first diagnosed with breast cancer. She goes on, You have helped me to get up every day this week and stay awake. That is a miracle for me. Monday, February 23rd, 2009. Wait a minute. Let me just pause. Go back to that first entry from February 20th. Katie wrote three sentences, one short paragraph. Dear Lord, today is the day to see Dr. Faith. You've basically helped me to get up, and that's a miracle. I wonder how many of us speak to the Lord in those kind of casual terms. She just wanted to say something. And so there it is in writing, in her journal. Monday, February 23rd, 2009. Dear Lord, good morning. This is the day that you have made. Thank you so, 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 so much that Ted has a job. I talked to him last night. Thank you that we didn't find out about my cancer until after he got this job. The economy is so awful right now. Ted is one of Katie's brothers, uh, and Katie had three older brothers, by the way. They were wonderful preparation for life with me, and Ted had uh, been out of work and had found a job and something that Katie and I had been praying for and talking with him and his wife, Denise, about. And that was it. Just for this day, it was, this is the day that you have made, and thank you so much that Ted got this job and that we didn't find out about the cancer until after that had happened because it would have just been piling bad news on top of an already difficult situation. And then one more sentence from that day, from the devotional Jesus Calling. Avoid self-pity. Combat it with praise and thanksgiving. And that, by the way, is one of the things that you see consistently throughout Katie's journal. Tuesday... February 24th, 2009. Dear Lord, I woke up at 4.22 and realized I still had over an hour to sleep. It was wonderful. I've been fretting so much about your provision, and you've done so many amazing things, providing food, the Masseys paying our dental bill, Timberlee money, um, those are just examples of ways God had provided for us. I have no idea how the Lord had provided food, maybe through friends. The Masseys were actually our dentist at the time in Illinois, and Timberlee was a camp in southern Wisconsin where I had spoken. And you'll see this as a consistent part of Katie's journals through this year uh, in a very difficult uh, economic situation. Uh, some folks have 
begun referring to this period as the Great Recession in America. We were near the tail end of it, but um, things were difficult, and Katie was constantly looking to the Lord for his provision, and also in some ways searching her own heart and saying, why don't I trust him more in light of this? And my guess is that there are many of you who are listening who can relate to that same struggle. I hope that what you hear is Katie wrestles not only with concerns about her health and trusting the Lord there, but concerns about our finances and trusting the Lord there as well. Wednesday, February 25th, 2009. Dear Lord, Mom's birthday. I am so glad I have her. Thank you for blessing me with two wonderful parents. I've had a hard time getting up these past two mornings. Joseph is upstairs kicking his crib. It's quite early for him to be awake. Thank you for how you have been providing. Yesterday, we received a check in the mail made out to us for $200. These people don't even know about my cancer. Thank you for all of the meals that people have brought. Kara's given me so many exercise clothes. Thank you for providing for the kids' school registration money. Colossians 4.2 Continue earnestly in prayer, being vigilant in it with thanksgiving. And 1 Thessalonians 5. 17 and 18. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. I guess there is my answer about getting up in the morning. Continue earnestly in prayer. And to praise that Carly's investigative Bible discussion went well. Well, those are Katie's journal entries that take us through the end of February in 2009, but I do want to share one more um, entry from CaringBridge. Some of you will be very familiar with Katie's CaringBridge. Others may not have heard of it, but CaringBridge, of course, is a site where people who are dealing with um, health issues can post updates to family and friends so that they don't have to repeat the same information. Um, over and over. And so we actually began our CaringBridge uh, site in early March of 2009. But the first entry that we posted on March 7th has to do with Katie's, uh, where she was in her diagnosis and treatment at that time. And I thought I would read that uh, first entry, I guess, technically it's the second, but they were both posted the same day on March 7th. And I was writing this entry, and I wrote, On February 12th, Katie went in for an MRI at Christie Clinic, that's in Illinois, as a next step to determine whether the cancer in her right breast had spread. The initial consultation we had with an oncologist at the clinic suggested the tissue around the original tumor site showed positive for cancer. This report did not surprise us, as we knew the tissue margins from her lumpectomy were positive for cancer. And if that all sounds like a foreign language, Katie uh, had a lump in her right breast, and a surgeon had removed that. And when they remove um, a suspicious um, 
mass like that, they generally take a margin of tissue around it uh, to try to get clear margins to ensure that the cancer has not spread into the surrounding tissue. And in our case, the tissue margins uh, had been positive for cancer, so we knew that there was going to be more involved in her uh, diagnosis and um, at that point and treatment at that point. Uh, so I go on. A visit to an oncologist at Carl Foundation Hospital, also in central Illinois, for a second opinion suggested the results of the MRI might not be conclusive. When the MRI films were sent to the radiologist at Carl, they were not satisfied with the results. When you're anticipating a follow-up surgery any day, the words, you need another MRI, are not exactly welcome. Not only is the MRI an expensive test, but it's an uncomfortable one. Even so, we've learned that cancer can be very aggressive in a woman as young as Katie. There's no reason to risk leaving cancer cells in her right breast when a second MRI might reveal it. That just gives you a feel for where Katie was. Uh, this was, of course, from mid-February, but she was in the course of trying to figure out uh, where she stood with respect to the cancer uh, that had been initially diagnosed from her first lumpectomy. And there will be more about uh, where she is in uh, her diagnosis as we get into March of 2009, but I will save that for our next episode a couple of weeks from now. Until then, I hope that you find some encouragement that the simple words that you say to the Lord, because they're directed to Him, are very important for the formation of our own minds and the development of our own hearts of trust. And I also hope that you will find that it is worth getting up in the morning, maybe for some of you it's staying up a little later at night, in order to continue in prayer and to give thanks in all things. Thanks for joining me. 